When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Ramona. So what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And what you need to know is that it's been over 15 years since the inception of Twitter, and the company has certainly come a long way since then. But there is perhaps no issue that's frustrated Twitter users as much as the inability to edit tweets once they've been sent. Well, as of today, a big announcement came from Twitter And thankfully, it looks like our prayers might have finally been answered because they revealed that they've begun to test what is described as, quote, their most requested feature to date. (laughs) In a post, Twitter confirmed that it has begun to test the edit function internally and plans to roll out Mm. the experiment at some point later this month. So that is what you need to know. Cowards. (laughs) Proofread. What are you, just a deleter? Yeah, just delete them. Oh, you're one of those. Think before you tweet. Yeah, Yeah, but read it again. I know if you're you have you, my job. You'd you have be, to tweet for time. I know you got to tweet as fast as you can. There's autocorrect. There's just it's yeah. so hard. And then you misspell one person's name, and the Twitter police are like, ah! "Kaboom!" Yeah, yeah, I know. You're like, I know, I know. Sorry, trying to be fast. Relax, people. <laughs> Relax. You know what's you fun? You know what though? I bet. Dang it. <laughs> you know it's fun though. Like I used to when I worked at the newspaper. I came up through newspapers at the LA Daily News. Right? Yeah. Um. When you would make a mistake, you might get an email, and so like some you misspell somebody's name, you might get an email, but like, hey, my my name is smel- spelled Smythe. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, I thought Not it was Smith. Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. shoot! Uh, like you, you, the time you forget to ask how you spell a kid's name, that's the one where they're gonna have a funny spelling. You're like, oh, sorry. Uh, like me, I couldn't get up, Lindsay. I was stuck in the lobby because oh, they spelled why? my name with an A. Like D A M A. Oh, dumb Marco. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made that big of a deal out of it? Was a big Seriously? Deal. It didn't come up. Really? You're like, oh. how many other six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound tackles? You think I'm six five? Right. How tall? Oh, I love you. Thank Everyone you. is tall to me. I love you. I'm I'm nowhere near six five, but I love what you. What are you? I'm barely six one. Really? Yeah, but I love See, six like, five though. You know what's fun yeah. about short people like me? What? Everyone is tall. This is <laughs> like, true. Like everyone is like how tall are you, Taylor? Six five. See, yeah. that's yeah. six five. You could He's say six tall. nine and I would say fine. <laughs> yep. But you work around NBA players. I know. Like my job is literally I, I am a very small girl who Come interviews in tall guys. Come in here. Okay. Let me see something. Hold yeah, on. He's really tall. Yeah. Tall you're Taylor. Tall that's Taylor. what we call yeah. him, tall Taylor. Yeah. You were six five? I didn't think you oh yeah, you're six five, bro. He's like, Oh, oh, yeah, now yeah, that you're standing close, up, I see it. Uh, I got Nikes on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're close. Okay. I would have thought you were six three. Okay, I'll take that. Six three, yeah, yeah, I'll take but you that. know, like, like you're big too. Like you're, you used to play in the league, so the, you, you know yeah. it makes you look. Like, combine. How tall would you think I am? Uh, five four. There it is. See, I'm five two. Five two. Okay, yeah. but nice. it's because I'm thick. Yeah, see me too. My, <laughs> so like I'm yeah. thick, so people think I'm taller than I am. My combine number, yeah. the 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 height was six oh oh seven. So six and three quarters. Okay. Yeah. 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 I t- I'm not even really five two. You're not really five. <laughs> I'm five one and You're three five quarters. one. Oh yeah. my god! Wow. Yeah. I was gonna I'm... say I'm five three. How tall is your husband? Uh, okay. When we first started dating, he told me he was six feet. Yeah. And about a year later, when it looked like things were going well, he he told me he was five eleven. I said, "Oh, it's okay, honey." That's catfish. No, I'm and no, no. And then and then <laughs> yeah. about a year later, he said, "No, I'm really five ten. Oh my and god! And I said, "No, seriously, are you really five ten? And he goes, "Okay, I'm really five nine. <laughs> 
I had no that, that idea. That counts as catfish, right? That's I don't know. Inches. Whatever. Everyone's yeah. told to me. I mean, I was going to say, it's not like you never met him in person. This you were I know. I mean, I literally see him. And he goes, you know, one of the reasons I, I liked you and I was attracted to you is because you're so short. You make me feel tall. Wow. Right? I mean, that's a that's a. That's I did see that picture of point. you on Twitter with the, the basketball player, Liz. Oh, Cam Beige, that's pretty oh funny. Oh, my God, that picture. Like she's 6'8". Oh, my goodness, wow. And I'm 5'2". Like, that, that's a great shot, yeah. <laughs> I'm around 5'2". Send me that shot. <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing photo. Yes. I'll show you that one. Yes, I like that um, picture. Yeah, Yeah. so hence my imposter syndrome sometimes. What's your imposter? You wish you were taller? No, well, that's right. Pretend- and I wish I, I wish I was a baller, too. You pretend shorter is good? No. No, like you, you, there's a party that goes... Okay, I'm five two. I played. I played softball. I went to Stanford. I, what do I know about the NBA? People say oh, that to you all the time. Oh, what do you know about the NBA? I'm, I'm getting a better understanding. Okay, you yeah, understand yeah. now. I got it now. Yeah. And yeah. the truth is, I know what I don't know. Okay, fair. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't try to pretend like I know everything. I try to only pretend like I know what's going on behind the scenes because I usually do know that. Okay. Um, but we. And this is a, this is a line that I use, but you can steal it. Yeah. Some people write about the sports that people play. Right. And I write about the people who play sports. Wow, that makes sense. That's that's deep. That's what we do on Sports like Talk that. Radio. Yeah, yeah, you you. I think you talk about the sports people. Play. No, I heard this from. Uh, I heard something yeah. similar from uh, from uh, uh, what's it? Cowherd. Yeah. Years ago, he said the people he are who are interesting. He doesn't talk NBA. He talks LeBron. Right. Yeah. yeah I, they talk they about made the people us, and personalities. When I first started radio, they made us sit down and listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, and give. Yeah, that makes that makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. So the reason why I have always been interested, and like I don't watch tennis, I watch Serena. I don't watch golf. Yeah, I watch yeah, Tiger. Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. So Serena to me has be, be become this like cultural phenomena, and part of it is she was I don't I don't I don't think she was beloved for most of her career, and she knew it. Like I think people kind of rooted for her to lose sometimes. I I didn't. I always thought she was fierce. Okay, um, and women like a fierce. A, usually like a fierce woman, right? Yeah, like she's, yeah, yeah. She yells and she screams and she gets mad and she, she tells ball girls to go away and she yells at the chair ump, right? I don't think anybody right? wanted her to lose, though. Oh, there was definitely really? a lot of that, yeah. Okay, I, well, I guess the circles I'm in, no. Right, and, and yeah. most, most female athletes, we like them to be well-behaved. We like them to be... Um, like prim and proper and like the girl next door like sue bird talks about this a lot her and i have you know sue bird is like everyone's favorite you know little plucky little basketball player right? yeah but she's got a lot to her gritty gutty white guy yeah <laughs> okay and um and there's something about like letting your soul out a little bit letting your ferocity out and serena's always had that ferocity and that competitive fire and i think towards the end people understand you more but i think it's also since she became a mom and she lost some she's been humbled and you see her the aging superstar and yeah. sort of at the end of the career and she gave us one last one thing yesterday yeah, yeah. and afterwards um <laughs> she was asked like you know she hasn't been around for the last year or so she's been injured and hasn't really been at her best and afterwards uh, we have this sound. Mary Jo Fernandez, who does the post-match interviews, said to her, are you surprised at the level you've been at? Are you surprising yourself with your level at the moment? What? Are you surprising yourself with your level? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Serena, you know, so. <laughs> I mean. I'm trying to figure out what the question meant. In other words, you haven't been very good for the last year or two. And tonight you beat the number two overall oh. player in the world. So she's asking, like, why are you so good now? Yeah, she goes, oh. are you surprised you're so she's good again? It. And she's like, no, yeah. I know I'm good. Well, well, go <laughs> she back. goes, I know I'm good. Wait, 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 why here, this, re- is, this yeah. is also okay. a good one. We got to add this one yeah. also oh. for context. With the question, hang on. You've only played a handful of matches since coming back. You were out for a year. 
and you just beat the number two player in the world. How did you do it? <laughs> well, I'm a pretty good player. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's 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 true. Do you think anyone would ever ask Kobe that at the end? Like, would you? Yeah, the would s- they ask Kobe? Like, do you surprise yourself that you're still well, kind of good? How bad was? How bad was she? How bad was Serena? She, she wasn't very good at her last match. Okay, I, I'm not she sure. She looked out of shape and she looked old and slow. I'm not sure if Kobe's ever had to come back from something like that. Where he I mean, torn Achilles really, looked really bad no, most of his last season. Really looked horrible, and then at the start of that season, yeah, definitely. I guess that's why he retired. I mean, he can okay. still score, he, yeah, yeah, but he yeah. didn't have the the burst. He couldn't get by people anymore. He didn't have the. He, he just wasn't himself. I, you know, I've heard better. I've heard this question more in combat sports. A guy that's like on a five-fight losing streak mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden wins. And they might ask him the same question, like, what's different yeah. about you? And I, I guess that's, you know, like, what changed? What happened? Why were you losing and why are you winning now? Well, I got healthy or I, I got divorced. I got married. I had kids. Something. You know, um, I, I guess that's what you're fishing for. But, I mean, look, yeah, I, I expect the same answer. Like, if it was Kobe, I'm Kobe or I'm John Jones. I'm whoever. I'm great. You know? Women don't always say that very often. Like what, I'm great? Yeah, it took me a long time in my career to be able to say I'm good at what I do. Like it's it's yeah. really hard for me to say that. We we're we're so afraid to say that. Women. That you're good at what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a hard thing to say. Are you able to do that? Not in, I I was going to say not in my business. Um, <laughs> no. Uh no no, I get um, that that would shock me from some of the people I oh. work with. Like today is a personal record for me. Okay. Um Ricky Hollywood ran our Rams podcast, and then I'm working with you and Lindsay. So, yeah, I, w- I would never guess that you guys second guess yourselves at all. If anything, I would think it's the opposite. Hmm. Yeah, at least that's what I'm. That's what I pick uh, up when, Lindsay, when the mics too? go hot. What you you have imposter syndrome too? Oh yeah. Oh, do yeah. you really? Well, wow. yeah, sure. okay, Taylor, you no? Yeah, sometimes you, you know? do. You just okay. feel like you don't belong, undeserving. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Serena is an all time great. And when awesome. she, yeah. uh, but she hasn't been that great for a while. And so it's a, it's always fun when you get the aging stars at the end of their career. Yeah. But she, the the other part that she talked about in her post-match interview was, I've had a target on my back since 1999. People have been, I've been the person you're chasing. I've been yeah. the, the one that everyone is after. Like when you beat Serena, it makes your name. It makes your career. The reason we think Naomi Osaka is so great is because she beat Serena a couple no times, right? Yeah. Osaka's not anywhere to be found right now. She just lost. She just lost in the first round. I watched it the other night. Um, I thought she took a mental break. She did, yeah. and then she came back, and she hasn't even been hasn't close won. to what she was. Okay. Wow. Um, but now, now this is all just gravy. Like Serena plays tonight. She plays a doubles match with Venus, and um, <sighs> it's, this is all this is all gravy. And there's no pressure on her except now that she won this one. We're all there's a little pressure. Oh well, yeah, go have fun. You know what's funny? I, I really I, I'm I'm banging my head, uh, and even some of the guys that are the most controversial people. That that toe that line mm-hmm. of you know I want to punch you in the face. Um, I've never heard a bad word about Serena at all. It seems like to me that the sport stopped treating her like a villain. Mm. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah, that's that's what's changed. I guess tennis has kind of accepted Serena as Serena. Yeah. But I think people have always loved her. Yeah, tennis has always been a very country club sport, a very white sport. Yeah. A very um, keep your head down, Chrissy Everett. Right? Like she wasn't Chris Everett. She was Chrissy. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jennifer Capriotti. Like when you saw J- Jennifer Capriotti, yeah, yeah. like you just saw her as this like cute little teenager, and and then when she fell out of favor because she 
turned out she wasn't like cute little teenager. She like got drunk or something, right? Then she have like a mug I shot. When and, I found yeah. out she got hammered. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding? What? Yeah. That wow. One? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But Serena yeah. showed up bedazzled last night. It was awesome though. She yeah. has she has sparkles in her hair and her dress all over the Way place. Way to go, Serena. Good for you. Yeah, big fan. All right, when we come back, uh, Nick Kyrgios, who's normally a bad boy, is a little prude about something. What? I'll tell you. DeMarco Farr, Momo, in for Zidano and Cap. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What year would you say this song came out? Okay, wait, let me... 2010? Close. What Close. I... This day, 2012. 2012. Taylor Swift with this number one hit. We are never, ever getting back together. You know, remember when she first came out and we didn't realize she was legit? Like that she wrote her own stuff and she wasn't just some bubblegum pop star? Yeah, like she's kind of legit. She I completely her own stuff. ignored her for yeah. years. And then not Kanye said something mean to her, right? Yeah, not my genre, but my daughter. Yeah, at the time, who was born in two thousand one, kind of grew up. This is her target audience. So yeah. she would sing this song. Dad, play this for me. Yeah, kind of got into it. Hey, she can write a song. You mean she wrote this whole thing? Yeah, she writes everything. Yeah, it, it. If you listen to her stuff, you you can't help but be impressed. Yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, I like I have respect for singer songwriters. Like when you mm-hmm. like, there's people who can sing, and I got respect for them because that's like that's a talent. Yeah. When you write your own material, that's real. You know, I, I've heard this before. This argument about, um, you know, she writes or singers that yeah. don't write their own stuff, and that makes them less than. How much did Whitney write? True. It, did it matter who wrote it? No. no <laughs> it matters what came out of her mouth. Nobody could sing like that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I'm there. Um. Hey, Nick Kyrgios is one of the top tennis players in the world he's also the guy that you probably know of okay you yeah. probably know federer and nadal medvedev right who else you know the guy, djokovic the, yeah I, all the top guys is yeah. this the controversial guy yeah he always makes news okay this, okay what did he the say the other day he uh made news for saying some woman was had 70 beers and then she decided to sue him for defamation uh now <laughs> he's making news because he says uh, he was complaining about people smoking weed in the stands Whoa. at the U.S. Open. He basically went over to the chair umpire and said, uh, I, I can smell weed from the stands. And it just seemed like such a Chad thing to say. Like Lindsay and I were talking about, like, Chad. really? He said he's, it was distracting him. So distracting. It, well, and he said he's a heavy asthmatic. Well, And he's afraid played? it was going to trigger him. I mean, how far away do you have to be? If, okay, if you... Yeah. Okay. He's it an catches asthmatic. my attention every time I smell it, like in a stadium. Really? It it is distracting. It is. Huh. I mean, it's a waft of weed. 
And yeah. it's like, wow, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, where? Who's doing this? Where? In the stadium. So it's it's that distracting for you? Big time. So um, you smelled it, like, as you were playing a game on the, the field. Okay, so when That's I was crazy. a coach, I coached for two years. I, I mean, look, I'm a Raider fan, so, like, I'm kind of used we to that. We had to play the Amsterdam Admirals <laughs> All right. in Amsterdam. So there's people in the stands legally smoking weed, mm-hmm. right? And they all have whistles in a professional football okay. game. Oh, it's just crazy. But it is distracting. That wouldn't bother you? If you're out there playing softball and you no, smelled some weed? Not really. Oh, really? That would catch my attention, yeah. I mean, you know, like, I would smell it, and then I'd be like, okay, who's smoking some weed? Like, I, you know. If a guy, like, lit up a, a, a dart, a cigarette. I think I'd I would be, be more like, upset about a cigarette, to be honest. Okay, yeah, so, and especially if you have asthma, like yeah. I feel like the the weed smoke, like or the smell of it, it's not well, even like it's smoke; it's just the smell of smoke it. Smoke is smoke. If you're an asthmatic and somebody's smoking, that's not good. I have asthma, and like the cigarette smoke does bother me, mm-hmm. but like weed smoke, it's not like it's smoke. There's not like a cloud yeah. of smoke. You Did know you hear mean? the latest study that that weed smokers have outpaced cigarette smokers yeah, for the I first time that. in American history? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know. We are now officially a high country. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I like it. But yeah, yeah, it is distracting. It always catches my attention. Hmm. And um, I would say it's everywhere. Every stadium you go to, there's somebody that's lighting up and you catch that smell. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I, look, I walk to games at crypto.com from the parking lot. So, I mean, it's pretty much a contact high on the walk across, right? From yeah. The parking lot here. Um, I'm used to it going to Raider games. I'm used to it walking to it from my car. Used to yeah, doing yeah. most things out here in LA. Everywhere. Yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's going on in baseball with these people, these exhibitionists? Have you seen that too? Oh, people haven't. Uh... Yeah, what the heck, man? You know, get a room. That's what. Okay, my so the other here. day, Lindsay, did you see the story out of Toronto? Yeah, there's two stories. I'm sorry, but go ahead. There's two stories because there was one last week in Oakland and then. They caught him. Yeah. They got a picture of him, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Somebody posted it on Twitter or whatever. And yeah. I feel like maybe that happening, these people were like, oh, we could go viral if we do this. Don't oh, you think? You th- yeah. I hope so there's they no throw way. you I mean, look, the jail. Yeah. Like, the truth is- That's disgusting. There's no way that you don't think you're going to get caught. Like, you're- Okay, the, we'll see inside here. Uh, the first story was in Oakland. The second story was in Toronto. Way they up, don't yeah. have a lot of fans there. Right. So you're kind of in the section all by yourself. Um, there's not a lot of people around you, and you- I guess you're sitting there and you don't think people are really watching. It's kind of like when you're in class and you don't think the professor can see you sleeping. Right. No, they can see you. This is true. Okay. But if you're in a public stadium where there's cameras and TV. Everywhere. Like the second I see somebody's naked butt. Like, yeah. you're going <laughs> to... Come on, dude. Really? People are going to see something, yeah, right? Just, yeah, it's just nasty. You're just trying to get Come caught. Come on, man. Get I think you're trying to get caught. My also, it doesn't seem very comfortable. Uh, my kid is here. I don't want to see that That's right. nonsense. Come on, man. I'm trying to enjoy a baseball game. Trying yeah, but you're not that. looking up in the left field bleachers. Right? Like, if there's no one around. I see everything. <laughs> well, the internet sees everything. This is true. And camera phones yeah, yeah. see everything. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. All right. Maybe they were high, too. Since I guess we're on a Cleveland theme today, yeah. we got to talk about Baker Mayfield. We got two. We got you on a football tip yeah. and Lindsay on the Cleveland tip. And apparently there's been a little controversy. Well, there's always controversy around Baker because he's one of those guys who's always yeah. controversial. Um, who... There was a, a reporter named Cynthia Freeland, who I actually know, and Lindsay, you know her really well. She does a podcast, and she's known Baker for a long time. And I and on a podcast, she said, "Yeah, I talked to him, and he said they're playing. You know, Cleveland's playing uh, the Panthers in Week One, and Baker's been traded from Cleveland to the Panthers." Right. And uh, Baker, who said basically nothing the entire summer, she's done a good job. She kind yeah. of put words in his mouth is a good way to put it, right? She she said. 
Uh, <laughs> she said, well, I talked to him, and I was like, oh, yeah, go you. Like, I'm rooting for you, whatever, especially week one. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to bleep them up. Right? Which is so not what he's been saying publicly. And she says it on a podcast, and then it gets picked up everywhere. And Baker's like, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? I didn't say that. But Baker definitely knows Cynthia, and that lying? sounds he, like a that sounds like the kind li- of thing you, you would say. I think he's lying. You think he has to lie? Better yeah. question. He has to lie, right? Well, okay. So here's and this is the reporter. In he me. has to say I didn't say that. Of course. Okay. Okay, because the reporter in me says, "This is a reporter you know, and a lot of little offhand conversations you have, walking to and from a field with people that you know. Yeah. But you would say something very different if you knew there was a microphone there." Or a camera there. Off the record stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Off the record, like we're just talking. You and I do this all the time in breaks. I'm like, hey, can you say that on air? You're like, a little of it. Yeah, yeah. Some of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, because we know things and people tell us things, but also they're not saying it to us so that we can go blab it to everybody. Right. They're saying it. Now, as a reporter, it's my job to tell you what's going on, but I know that what people tell me in confidence or what they tell me when I don't have my microphone on is different than what they would say as a quote. They're sharing something yeah. with you. Yeah. So sometimes they're going to be given the benefit of anonymity. Sometimes right. we're going to paraphrase how they feel or what they said, their general or sense ask of if they say, yeah. hey, can I use that? Yeah. I'll say, no. can I use that? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Okay. So I think Cynthia was just talking to Baker and Baker knows Cynthia and didn't think it was going to go anywhere and didn't think she was recording him. And in today's modern world... She knew what she was doing. She just though. said it on the podcast and yeah. didn't, maybe didn't realize it was going to blow up like that. Well, she I feel like Cynthia also like with the that podcast around the NFL podcast which I used to work on that show. Like it was a very like cheeky like it's a very like friendly vibe where it's like oh I know like one of the guys Mark Sessler's a big yeah. Browns fan oh I know you're a big Browns fan but guess what like here's you know like a juicy nugget Wait for you. You didn't think that was going to blow up? I, I that's what I said. I said Cleveland week one. Right. I said, like, do you not realize like how like crazy and the rabid and like everything. overblown like Browns fans especially are? Yeah. So like I'm sure that she didn't think anything of it. And even the guys on the show are like, oh, it's just our little podcast. Like, <laughs> it's not gonna be that big of a deal. Yeah. And like she probably didn't think anything of it. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yeah, I, this, and then Browns fans to, heard it and they got mad. So all of us, you know, you, you ever hear me say, Oh, don't aggregate me? Yeah. Yeah. Sedano says this. Don't aggregate me. Uh, Windhorse always saying don't aggregate me. A lot of it is when you're talking on the radio or you're talking on a podcast, you are aware that people are listening. But when they're listening to the podcast, they're going to get the context of the full conversation. Uh, I got you. But if somebody just listens to the podcast and they pull out half of a quote or half of something without the context in it, it reads very differently. It reads very. And also saying something. Um, is different than writing something. So uh, this is this is a, Kobe. Kobe actually said this to me one time. Um, it was uh, we were talking about doing a story, and I'll, I'll, I can take you behind the curtain of this one. Um, he was coming into his last couple of years, and he had just torn his Achilles. And we were going to do a story, kind of about whether they were going to give him a new contract and how he felt about that. And he and I had been talking about it, and I, I said, hey, you know, we got to cut, we got to get into this. Um, he goes, yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's talk over the summer. So you want to do a written story um, about kind of the way you're approaching this comeback from the Achilles? Or do you want to do a TV interview? Do you want to call into the radio show? Like, what's what's your preferred medium? And he goes, no, I want you to write it. And I go, why? He goes, it lasts longer. Wow. It lasts longer. Yeah. Okay? So when you say... It's in print. He's so smart. Like, the way he said that, I was like, it's right. When you say something and then it's written... It lasts longer yeah. versus when you say something like and you're dope. talking on a podcast, <laughs> you don't realize that 
Yeah. It could be written also. And then when it gets written and it gets aggregated when all the people who are listening to the podcast and they write about it on the 25 different websites that cover the NFL and then now we're talking about it on a radio show yeah, in yeah. LA and I mean it but still you don't realize the the effect of your words sometimes because you're just thinking about your own podcast if you have a buddy, and your own listeners if you have a buddy that's your source and you say something and mm-hmm. you didn't ask him if he can use it and you put it out there you did that on purpose you know that right if you have a buddy yeah. Say that again. Well, she said that purposely. That's oh, yeah. good stuff yeah, yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's also sometimes, it's probably, like, Linz, I'm not to degrade you the just don't, podcast or anything, line. but like, how many people yeah. listen to that podcast? Is it a really popular podcast? Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, yeah. it, it's, it was the most popular podcast by far. They had quite a following. Okay. So, I'm, I, so you know that your words have matched. It's not, yeah. It's, it's been on for like 15 years. They right. are heroes in yeah. London. They, yeah. Everybody loves that they, show. They literally did an entire Got it. trip yeah. to London. You knew okay. That was so, coming. so, yeah, she knew that would get aggregated. Absolutely. She knew that would get Probably, yeah. yeah. So, there's a, a lot of times I'll do a podcast, like some college student will say to me, oh, hey, me and my buddy just started a podcast for you. Come on. And I get a lot of requests. Sometimes I say yes. I don't really have a ton of time to do a million things, but but I'll say yes if I know the person or if they come at me the right way or if I just am not busy that day. Sometimes it's just literally that simple. Um, but uh, I don't know where they ever get posted. I don't know where they ever go. Like, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you know I have no idea if what I said on there is going to get, is it, is it going to go places? Is it not? Uh, next week I'm going to talk to a USC class and I always say, hey, whatever I tell you, please this is off the record this is i'm i'm trying to teach and trying to help you yeah. understand the business but i always know that whatever i say on a podcast or in a class anything like that could could come back no doubt right whatever yeah. you say there's no there's no such thing as off the record so even though breaker baker knows um there was no microphone around right you can't get upset yeah well um you may not say funny. it again uh miles garrett the browns defensive end yeah heard it and what did he say? Uh, we'll take it and we'll use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your former teammate will just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, set the record straight September 11th. But yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're Baker Mayfield, it's better to stay quiet and just play ball versus well, he being was the same guy you're in Cleveland. He was trying. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, speaking of staying quiet, Timmy Trumpet hasn't the last couple of games. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. (laughs) We'll talk about that next. DeMarco Farm. Thanks, Christopher. And don't forget, as always, Radio Tinder is brought to you by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on great tequila. And you can find more at tequilamandala.com. Salt and lime? No? Yeah. Always. For me. Just checking. Straight shot? You guys? All right. Chilled with salt and lime. I don't need salt and lime. You know what? If it's really good tequila, because Mm -hmm. it's like... Chilled. You, you don't need anything. Let's go. Yes. Just straight. But uh. if it if it needs, a, uh, there's nothing wrong with a little salt and lime. But like the really good stuff, you don't need. You know what I like with my my tequila? Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Come on, Marco. Let's go. Try. I wanted to go this weekend, and oh. I cannot find anybody to go. Like I have a, I am booked in everything. Comp room. Cannot find anybody to go with me for the life of me. How hot is it in Vegas? Because I know I how hot it is here. I'm not spending any time outside except when I walk back and forth That's to the, the different casinos. That's I'm not like true. hanging out outside. Mm. You know, I'm going there to 
hang out and gamble. That. Yeah, true. For sure. All right. Well, this one, uh, this is a very interesting one for you guys. Completely speculative, right? Yep. So a Texas man has been arrested for breaking into an animal shelter and releasing nearly 150 dogs from their cages before escaping in the shelter's van. Huh. So then brutal fighting broke out among the freed dogs, uh, killing one dog and injuring several others. Multiple dogs escaped the property through an outside gate. So like volunteers, police, people had to come in and try and wrangle all these escaped dogs up, right? Well, the officers later tracked the man down after they located the stolen van and he was arrested and charged with the break-in, animal cruelty, and theft of a motor vehicle. So again, this is strictly an opinion question, but don't you think that, or do you think, the man freeing 150 dogs from an animal shelter had good intentions. Swipe yeah, it sounds left like or it. swipe right. Right? So it sounds like it. Where'd the dogs go? I mean, like they have a better chance of surviving on their own probably than they do in the shelter. Right. And there was a lot of, uh, like, yeah. just the story I read about it. It was like, oh, this was terrible. This was horrible because all these people had to come in and wrangle up the dogs. And then they started, like, a GoFundMe because some of them got injured. And like I said, wow. one got killed. I feel like when you see a headline, man arrested for freeing dogs from animal shelter. Yeah. He probably went into it thinking he was doing a good thing, right? Isn't this the plot to Finding Nemo? Uh, yeah, or yeah, twelve monkeys, kind of. basically. What, what yeah. do you think, Demarco? I'm I'm swiping left. <laughs> he, they arrested the guy, right? Yeah, and like I, I said, he got he charged with animal cruelty. He should. That's crazy. You're just gonna release the dogs and then what? They're gonna do what? Run? Yeah, I mean nobody like the stray dog that that every- asked- yeah, every person in that within three blocks right. in danger. That aspect of it is definitely concerning, but I feel like the initial, like, what goes, you know what I mean? Like, I guess my question is just, I thought it was going to be a happy story when I read it. Like, oh, this guy freed all these dogs because now, he's trying to, like, save them. If you said, them. like, stole the dogs, put them in a truck, and drove them someplace else, that would be one thing. But just letting them out in the public? How are they going to feed themselves? Well, it did not specify whether or not it was a no-kill shelter because I tried to find that out because uh, that okay. that's a motive right there, right? I mean, there, you definitely right? can't yeah. be having like everybody break into animal shelters right, and letting right. dogs and cats yes. out. You just, like, there's a reason yeah. why they're in the shelter. It's because they, it's better for them to be in the shelter and taken care of and have a chance at adoption than it is to be roving... And creating more yeah. dogs. Creating more, more dogs, dogs no and feral dogs and cats on the streets, yes. right? Unless it's a kill shelter. Then I guess I could see the motive, right? My daughter's half a hippie. She would try something like this. I'd have to talk her out of it. Half That's what I'm hippie. saying. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I feel Not like full the, hippie. Not full hippie. Half a hippie. <laughs> the yeah. man committed a crime and it ended very badly. Okay. I feel bad a dog died and that a bunch were injured, but I feel like and I don't know the guy, but I'm speculating. I think he probably went into it thinking he was doing a good thing. There are thing. better ways to do this. All right. yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. 100%. All right. Just wanted to ask you guys a weigh in on that. All right. So this next one here comes from my favorite Reddit forum. Been a while since we visited this, but yes. it's the Am I the Animal Oh, I love forum. this one. Yep. So I'm just going to read this for you, for you guys, because there's, there's no point in me trying to summarize. This is exactly okay. what the man wrote. All right. Let's go. My girlfriend ordered lasagna in the airport terminal and received it right before we boarded the plane. After we sat down before taking off, she opened it up and started eating. A flight attendant then approached us and said, in neither a positive or negative tone, oh, you're the person eating lasagna. We can smell it throughout the whole plane. (laughs) And then she left us. After the comment, I suggested to my girlfriend to put it away for the sake of others who might not appreciate the strong smell of her food. She put up a bit of a fuss and didn't want to put it away, so I told her she was likely ruining other people's flight experience having to smell her food. Is he the a-hole? Ramona, swipe left or swipe yes, right? relax. Like, you eat your lasagna. It's okay. Like, look, 
that's not like that strong of a food, and we're not talking like garlic fries or something really. I don't know. The gross. cheese is kind of stinky. It is. It, it could be a little bit, but I mean, you you're allowed to know eat. lasagnas on the plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. lasagna smells you know like. What's, you know what's going on. Look, is it getting all over people? Is it super messy? Is she eating it as she's walking through the aisle and spilling it all over everybody? I mean, I I definitely feel a little ridiculous when like I'm at the I go to the Burbank Airport a lot and I have to take those morning flights up to the Bay Area all the time. I'm always going up to Oakland. Well, I was going to Oakland for the Warriors. Now they're in San Francisco. But I was always going up to Oakland, San, Fr- mm-hmm. San Francisco, Sacramento, Phoenix, wherever, you know, wherever Southwest flies. Short hops, yeah. Always get the breakfast burrito at Burbank Airport. It's super good. Really? Right? Like, it's very expensive. It's like, you have to kind of get there a little early. Good call. And it's like, it'd be like, wait, the burrito is $18? Or what? You know, everything at Burbank Airport is expensive. And, but it's messy. And I feel a little embarrassed eating that on my Southwest flight because you get it open and you're like, the cheese and stuff is all spilling all over you and you're like, I'm messy and I'm gross. So you kind of need to sit and eat that at the table. But like lasagna, like it's, it feels self-contained. Well, But it's the smell. Okay. It's so the smell? What's the question again? I, like is the guy who I, says put your, a, thing, put your food away. Is he a jerk? Yeah. Sw- swipe right for yeah. yes. yes. Swipe le- mm-hmm. I'm going left. It's it's only because I think we all like the smell of lasagna yeah, and we can good. deal with that. Now imagine something like kimchi. Yeah. You wouldn't like that. That's or, intense. or a lot of people don't like that. It's intense, but yeah. it's the same no, thing. I don't want to smell what you're eating. So he's not being a jerk. He's yeah. just looking out for everyone else sitting there. Yeah. They don't want to smell your food. I know what you think, Lynn. I, I have a very strong sense of smell. So as somebody who in that situation, I feel like there's certain things you don't take on a plane with you. Yeah. Really like most foods, but like you don't bring like fish on a plane. Yeah, like that's I gross. Bring fish. Tuna fish, though. No, not even a tuna fish sandwich. No, but that's I've, I've done that. It's I don't know. Bad, I've, right? eaten, I've eaten tuna. Okay. Milk. I'm, yeah. I just feel you, like you there's certain... sushi on a plane. No. Yeah. Like, sushi doesn't cases. stink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sushi doesn't stink. Like doesn't have like a, a strong like like warmed up food. I feel like if you're going to like. Whatever the like sit down place is. Worse than stinky. I don't even think that's stinky though. Lasagna is good. The worst I've seen is a guy got on there, and I think we were coming back from somewhere in the south. He got on with Popeyes chicken, and was just going to town. And it that's kind of gross because gross. I feel like like the like you said, not even just the mess, but just like the eating aspect of it, where it's all greasy and you're Everywhere. like making noises. You're that's like eating stuff. wings on a plane. You're like, excuse me, and right. you get like grease yeah, all over you. Yeah, and planes are nasty. Like, yeah. do you really want to be eating like finger food like that's that on a plane? Would, like, I've I, done I, it. I wouldn't, yeah, it's gross. I've yeah. done it. I've done it. No, Look, I travel a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've done, I'm like, I'm, I don't, I'm not proud, but yeah. I've done it. <laughs> I just think in general, most strongly smelling foods, yeah. you should probably, like, whether you like it or not, like, I don't know, I just feel like other people, that's like wearing, you don't think wear, you shouldn't just, have a lot of crinkly paper. Be considerate, yeah. Like, if you if you have, like, a lot of packaging and paper, like, like let's say that lasagna came in a little box. The box is sort of self-contained. It's probably yeah. not a ton. But if it came in, a, like, a big container and you're spilling sauce all over the place, you get cheese on your seat, and the person that you're in the window, you're in the aisle seat, and the person on the window is like, oh, I got to get up and go to the bathroom. You're like, hold on, uh, I got this lasagna all over me. If you open, like, like a messy, bad. like, pot of red sauce next yeah. to me, I might, what did you say, Chad? Yeah. I would become Chad. I'd be that guy. <laughs> I would. Yeah.
I feel like, like I said, any any like strong, even perfume. Yeah, okay. Don't you think people think yeah. it's kind of like a no-no? You don't wear like a bunch of perfume or cologne when you get no on a plane. I'd rather you do that than smell. Yeah, but Absolutely. again, you have to yeah. think. Not everybody likes this smell, you know. So you just anything that's like super. I mean, people do gross stuff on. Planes. You're right, they do. But I try people to be considerate. All yeah. the time. Man. Well, that, yeah. they, they can't really like help it, can't, right? Like you can't tell that Bruh. they're farting, and no. you're like, I know it's you. You're like, I know it. I know it. Problems. We would have problems. Really. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, last what one really quick got? here. So UFC announced yesterday that they are collaborating with The Rock. Yeah. Project Rock, the innovative performance brand created, of course, by The Rock, has launched its first ever co-branded footwear, the Project Rock UFC uh, Shoes and Slides. So they're both official footwear now of the UFC athletes and corners. Phenomenal. Starting today. Uh, the footwear is going to be made available for sale at all retail outlets around the world that carry the Rocks, the Project Rock clothing line. Do you guys know anybody who would buy the Project Rock shoes or slides? Oh, swipe left or swipe right? Swipe right. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I love his sweatshirts, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And then what's uh, Danny's uh, line? She said, uh, Who? Hold on. I'm going to find it. It's I think got, the like, Rock is phenomenal. I love I know, him. I love he, him he's too. the biggest movie star in the world. He's the highest paid movie star, right? Yeah, he's got to be like one of the most, if not the most famous actor in the world and right now, And he's a former right? athlete who's involved in sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, he's kind of like LeBron. He's I mean, got a great logo. Absolutely fantastic logo. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a time he was my answer to the question. What was the question? Oh, he's mine for sure. What was the question? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> What's the question? Like your hall pass. Obviously, I'm not in a relationship, oh, but like- oh. There's one yeah, guy yeah. where I'm like, man, I want a piece of him. It's The Rock yeah. for sure. Like, I love he's him. He's a lot of answers to a lot of women's questions. He's he's such an amazing person, too. That's part of it. Like, can he's you, a good guy. Can you imagine if he was a little bit better playing football <laughs> and was actually a football star? Yeah, but that's why he's a I great have, actor. I have he, his uh, Miami jersey, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I bet you do. Wow. I do. That guy as an athlete. Wow. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Look at you. He is just all we, we like is turn a red hot, when we talk oh about he's a hot. He is a very... Good-looking man. He's yeah, a man. It's like a scene from Walking Tall where he's got the two-by-four. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, Mo- yeah. <laughs> so many scenes. Look, I can't even concentrate anymore. I'm like, okay. Got, got you all flustered. Yeah, all uh, flustered. Uh, when he was on the uh, at SoFi. Hey, when we come back, yeah. we got to talk about Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet. Wow. <laughs> you know what, though? I've been doing a deep dive on Timmy Trumpet. Yeah? I just want to know who the, what, Like, how did he get to be Timmy Trumpet? And why are we talking about him every time Edwin Diaz comes out? <laughs> What are you giving me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this you just ran in here. How did you know this is like gonna get both me and DeMarco hype? This is this is like my era, this song. This was high school for me. Is that this high school for you, DeFar? No. Oh yeah, you were in college. Yeah. So this is like my freshman year of high school. When did this come out? What year? Probably like ninety five ish. Is that yeah. right? That was my second year in the pros. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, I got a uh, uh, a noise violation. For playing this? Yeah. I was that's finally great. making some a money. noise violation. I had a red Who Jeep Wrangler you? that I tricked out. Three and a half inch lift. <laughs> big stereo system. How about, this is the stupid part. All right. With a soft top. With like a soft top, yeah. That's $20,000 stereo yeah. in a Jeep with a soft top. Okay. That's stupid. Why even have a roof? So you're playing that, and who gave you the, the I cops got, where? I got a ticket right out in front of the, uh, the uh, right outside of Anaheim Stadium. And we're, did you say, did you know I'm on the team, I told sir? him I'm heading in for a game, and he was 
He, he, he care didn't less. care? No, not at all. Not like, at all. Oh, this is my warm-up music. This is my, like, hype-up music. I was just listening to this today. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. They really gave you a ticket for that? Absolutely. It was loud. Yeah, I mean, it's Orange County. It was loud, and it was banging. Yeah. Still. It was banging. Absolutely. That would get me hyped Yeah, up. yeah. It was I fun. I can see that. Oh, okay. yeah. There you go. Uh. Speaking of hype music. What? Uh, you watch the Dodgers-Mets? The Dodgers lost again, by the way. 5-3. Yeah. You were, I mean, I can't get. I can't get worried about it. I'm trying really hard because we're supposed to have some drama and some intrigue, but like they're so good. And yes, they lost two in New York to the Mets, and they lost to Chris Bassett, and they lost to Jacob Degrom, and it could be an LCS thing. But they're like a million games over 500, and they're so much better than everyone else. It's hard for me to get nervous. But True. last night at the Dodgers Mets game, uh, the Mets owner. Steve Cohen, who's this like rich guy who has too much money and doesn't know what to do with it, so he spends it on things like this, flew in this guy, Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet's been a... I don't even know where he came from. I just like... People have been talking about Timmy Trumpet, okay? So he's like a random... Uh, Australian DJ. Yeah, he's like musician, a DJ. He's okay? not even like you'd think this is like a like a mariachi man yeah. or like something. It, he's just a DJ. And yeah, this and, is like an intro. And you know what's great? Like he's just a he's just a showman because by the way, there's so many mariachi bands and so many that are like probably better than him. Like <laughs> they're they're all here. Yeah. Um, in LA, like I'm sure I I can't even name them, but I'm sure there's so many people who are like, oh, I could totally do this better than Timmy Trumpet. Um. But Timmy Trumper's become a guy. He's like a DJ, and he plays the trumpet, and he creates these big moments. He performed in this zero-gravity thing. Like, he's kind of a showman. So Steve Cohen flies in Timmy Trumpet because he has made a name for himself playing the song Narco, and that is Edwin Diaz's The Closer for the Mets. That's his walk-in music. Yeah. Like, you know, Kenley Jansen used to play California Love, which uh-huh. I think is why Taylor played that for us there. Dope. Um, the... Uh, mm. This is t- this is Edwin Diaz's walk-in music. So they fly him in for this big series. That's awesome. He's there for the ninth inning, and he's just going to meet Edwin Diaz. He's going to be like, hey, man, we're going to take a photo up. But the moment actually presents itself. In the ninth inning, Diaz comes in. Timmy Trumpet's there live, plays live for the crowd at That's Shea last awesome. night. That's awesome. Diaz gets the save, and it's like... That never works out. Like that—that's yeah. the one night because Timmy Trumpet had to hop a flight to Singapore after the game for another concert. Like he was there for one night only. That's awesome. And the one night only that he was there, Diaz comes in to get the save and he gets to play the walk-in music that's live. Making the, crowd the hair on my arm stand it's pretty, up. That's pretty cool, awesome. right? Yes, sir. Did you yes. see the video, Demarco? No, I haven't seen the video yet. So Beto was talking about this yep. on Monday and Tuesday. And he was like, oh, we got to make sure that the Dodgers win. Like, we can't let the Mets have a save opportunity and have this guy come in because we we want, like, to blow their plans. We want to foil their plans, you know, as Dodgers All the way in from Australia. Right. And he was like, this guy got on a 14-hour flight. Like, how funny would it be if the Dodgers beat him and he doesn't even get a chance to come in and play the trumpet? That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. you know, Beto just being, you know, Dodgers fans, that'd be funny, right? So then he, he 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 comes in and everyone's like, oh my god, it was so cheesy and staged and blah blah blah. I watched the video and I was it's like, awesome, that That's was hype. really cool. It yeah. was really cool. Totally That's bought hype. into the like, hype. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times we try to create these moments, like you try to create the fl- you know they do the flyover before yeah. a game. Um, I don't know if I should tell people this, but I've said it before on air, so it's probably out there. You know Kobe's speech at the end of his last game where yes. he uh, he addresses the crowd and then at the end me, he says, "Mamba out." Yeah, please don't don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. I'm going to ruin it. Oh my god. That was that was a uh, premeditated. You're- he had thought about what he was going to say and he definitely thought of Mamba out because 5 minutes later on the Kobe website, 
There's t-shirts that say Mamba out available to purchase. Wow. Okay. Now, think that about- That was cold water. I'm sorry. That, that hurts. But it's also kind of awesome because you thought of the perfect closing, yeah. perfect mic drop and you saying, did it. Yeah. and you did it, and you, did and it. you dropped 60 on him yeah. in your last game, which was ridiculous. Like, so good. Like, can you imagine if he has this Mamba out thing and he was going to address the crowd, but he had a terrible last game? <laughs> like, let's say I don't just think sucked. he would say it then. <laughs> no, I think he, I mean, like. Sometimes you got to eat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Serena's playing in the U.S. Open, and the network has to be prepared for her to lose because she wasn't very good coming into oh, yeah. the Open, right? There was, yeah. This is definitely her last tournament. Her last tournament that she played in before wasn't very good. Um, she looked kind of old and slow, like she, like real rusty, like she needs to get back in shape and she needs to like find her game again. And so people were prepared for her to lose even in her first game. So they, the network's like, okay, we got to get the, we got to get the Serena tributes ready. And they get this, they get like, anybody wants to do a Serena tribute. You don't have to look, it's not that hard to get anybody to do a voiceover or a tribute, right? Cause it's Serena. Right. So who do they get? Who? Oprah. <laughs> okay. And it's like, thank you, Serena. And all the things that we're thanking Serena for. And they have this like three minute tribute video that Oprah has done the voiceover for. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. But we don't need to play it after the first round. She won. Right. Like we should wait till she loses. Hang on to it for a minute. But they played yeah, it after yeah. the first round. <laughs> and then last night when she won again, they played. Oh, here's the Oprah thing. I'm like, we just heard this. You might as well just put it out. Yeah. Because you never know. Well, you want to save it, I guess. Yeah. Like there's so many engineered moments that don't come together the way that they're supposed to. Oh, and no the doubt. Timmy Trumpet flying in from Australia for the one night only, and then actually gets to play, and, and they get out. the save. Have you met Larry Fitzgerald? A little bit. Okay, so I mean, I know I don't know him like you do, but Larry Fitzgerald has threatened retirement. Like, oh my gosh! How so many, many times? times? So every to time, the point where like every year it's in the fantasy draft. I'm like, oh, he's still playing. Okay. Every time we'd go to Arizona, uh-huh. the Arizona Cardinals would play this tribute to Larry Fitzgerald. Like, oh. This is the last time we're going to see him. <laughs> And then they do it the next year. The next year. And then the next year. <laughs> and then the next year. It's like this guy just won't retire. I know. He's yeah. still good, though. More farewell tours than Kiss. Absolutely. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, Lynn, like, what are the what are the big mo- engineered moments that you... I can't think of any other ones that were... Uh, moments that didn't work or moments that, that worked? that worked. Moments that worked. Oh, man. I mean, they tried to do that at the Field of Dreams game. Ireland got all fired up. Oh, I, thought that was, I thought that everyone it like- It was creepy. Yeah, I thought everyone was like hating on me for it, but I was just like, I thought it was a bit much. Okay. Like, I was not So let fan. me re- reset. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. So every year they do this. Well, not every year. This is only the second year they've done it, okay? There's a Field of Dreams field in Iowa. It's Cornfield in Iowa. Yeah. It's literally where the movie was filmed. The first year, uh, it was a really good, big success. The Cubs play. Who else played? Who played in the first year? I Yankees, I think. Yeah, the Yankees Yankees did. and who? I can't remember now. I don't even White remember. Sox, I want to say? Yeah. I think yeah, I sounds think right. right. Yeah, because it, well, it was the recreation of the 1919 game. Um, and, uh, and that's in the movie, right? Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah. This year, it was the Cubs and Reds. Cubs fans from Chicago, they can go to Iowa. It's close by. It's kind of a cool idea. Cincinnati was great because they had the Griffies, like, and they and the Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. They come out of the cornfield. They say, let's have a catch. Okay. That's also a callback to the movie. Let's, let's have yeah, a catch. Right. They also decide, they decide, okay, we're going to, uh, we're going to go Coachella style. Oh, boy. With Harry Carey. Oh, boy. And we're going to do a hologram of Harry Carey singing. The seventh inning stretch. Because when you're at Wrigley Field, they still play Harry Carey singing the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Like that's what that's what he used to do. They're a famous broadcaster. But they don't use a hologram. 
And for some reason, somebody thought this was a good idea to use the creepy hologram, like the life-size, no, larger-than-life-size Harry Carey. Wow. At the Field of Dreams game. And everybody was like, ooh. Maybe that was a little much. should have talked about you that. You thought that was creepy, more. right? Yeah. I don't like Absolutely holograms. creepy. Yeah. It's kind of disrespectful, too. A little bit. Yeah. It's almost as bad as the guy letting the dogs out, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Well-intentioned, but you need to think yeah. about yeah. that a little more. Who yeah. let the dogs out? Oh, don't bark. I, I almost did. I felt it. Oh, my God. It was right did you, there. Did you feel wow. it You wanted up? to. It's like, it was like, really hard like, to say that. Yeah. 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 It was like a reaction. Yeah. Wow. No, I felt it. I felt it. Wow. I stopped you. Yeah. Hey, uh, when we come back, we got what you need to know. And have you ever gotten a raise that you didn't deserve? Are you asking me? I'll tell you next. <laughs> <laughs> Momo and DeMarco Farr in for Sedano and Cap. ESPN LA.